Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, COVID's Worst Victim, America's Trust. In 1969, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross published a seminal work on death and dying where she described five stages of grief that individuals experience after profound emotional loss, such as the death of a loved one. Today, Americans are grieving. Their trust in great institutions has died. Americans have lost faith in Washington and federal medical bureaucracies like the CDC, FDA, and IAH and legal institutions including the FBI and DOJ, and in school systems from K through 12 through universities. Science itself has been called into question. Politicians and bureaucrat MDs claim they follow the science, but real scientists, clinical physicians, and policy experts say that what Washington follows isn't science at all. As COVID spreads and trust fades, Americans are experiencing grief in five stages. Confusion, panic, control, disillusionment, and renewal. Early in the COVID pandemic, Americans were confused. Based on advice from the COVID task force, state governors implemented mandates for masks and other PPE, social distancing, prohibition against gatherings, testing everyone, and strict lockdowns. The FDA prohibited therapeutic drugs, though frontline doctors were reporting success. Fauci told people to wear two masks, not merely one, even though studies in Florida, Massachusetts, and school systems in New York and Sweden found no correlation between clinical outcomes and mask mandates. Contrary to task force recommendations, President Trump wanted to stop the lockdowns, focus testing on high-risk persons, and use therapeutic drugs such as hydrochloroquine and monocular antibodies. Americans were scratching their heads. COVID-19 was labeled a novel virus Yet anyone who has had a cold has been infected with a coronavirus. 
every year there is an epidemic with a respiratory virus similar to COVID-19, the flu. The number of COVID cases is touted as though these are sick people. In fact, cases are merely those who test positive for the antigen, almost all of whom are healthy. COVID deaths are reported in large numbers, even though more than 75% of the deaths are due to comorbid, life-threatening, pre-existing conditions such as diabetes and chronic lung disease not because of the virus. People had good reasons to be confused. With a constant drumbeat of imminent death, Americans entered the second stage, panic. Generating public fear was intentional. In fact, NIAID Director Anthony Fauci told policy expert Dr. Scott Atlas, yes, they need to be more afraid. A fearful public naturally turned to the federal government for protection. Doctors like Fauci and Deborah Burks are bureaucrat MDs who do not practice medicine and have no expertise in public policy. Yet, in the name of public health, they recommended policies that took away constitutionally guaranteed freedoms and did irreparable harm to the nation. Despite the First Amendment, Freedom of speech and religion were curtailed. The right to uh, assemble was abrogated. When ordered to accept injections of an experimental gene therapy, Americans were no longer secure in their person's Fourth Amendment. Washington had created a pandemic of fear and used it to justify nullifying the Bill of Rights. As panic persisted and intensified, America entered the third stage, control. To protect the narrative used to justify their power grab, Washington had to control the flow of information. The CDC released misleading later. It changed its tracking methods and definition. The FDA canceled promising drugs to treat sick COVID patients. Washington also controlled the available information using proxy sensors such as news, really propaganda, outlets, social media, and even search engines like Google to label contrary data misinformation and to suppress any reports that question or dispute Washington's policies. When Scott Atlas tried to dispute the fake science touted by Burks and Fauci, the press viciously attacked him to cancel his credibility. Washington tightly controlled any information given to the public. Following valid scientific data, the Great Barrington Declaration recommended limited testing and focused protection in contrast to the official approach of testing everyone and locking down the country. In response, then NIH Director Francis Collins ordered Fauci to create a devastating published takedown of the GBD. Dispute will not be tolerated. Control must be maintained. Jessica Rose, PhD in computer national mathematics, studied the database of adverse effects following mRNA vaccination and found massive underreporting and undercounting. 
Her research paper was submitted to an academic journal, but was rejected by the publisher, not by peer reviewers. Censorship is poison for real science. People who decided not to accept the mandated jab or choose not to wear a mask were reveled for lack of social responsibility, canceled, and fired. Control by coercion. No jab, no job. Though Washington remains in the control stage, Americans have moved to disillusionment. People have experienced the disconnect between what Washington says or promises and what actually happens to them. Masking did not stop the spread, neither did social distancing. People died despite vaccination. Many gather at football games in churches and temples without incident. The virus spread in states with strict mandates as well as those without. The data increasingly looked untrustworthy, such as counting a motorcycle crash victim as a COVID death. Disillusionment deepened when Washington failed to prepare the public for the harms inflicted by mandates. Millions lost their jobs and their savings when more than 200,000 small businesses closed. Crime, drug usage, and teen suicides hit new highs. Children locked out of school lost the opportunity to learn. This was especially hard on poor families whose children could not learn online, lacking home computers and internet access. Americans begin to ask. We gave up our freedoms, our children's future, and our savings for what? The illusion of Washington protecting the people from COVID was exposed as totally false. Their so-called science was made up. Trust was gone and Americans were disillusioned. But there is hope in the final stage, renewal. As trust fades in elected officials such as President Biden and appointed officials like Merrick Garland and entitled bureaucrat MDs like Fauci, Americans are renewing their faith in themselves, their own judgment, their independence, and their power. Instead of blindly following orders from politicians and self-styled experts, Americans are demanding to make their own decisions, especially medical choices. The Declaration of Independence did more than sever political connection with Great Britain. It declared the fundamental independence of every new American from control by government, any government. Present-day Americans are reviewing, renewing their personal liberty and rejecting what amounts to federal tyranny by mandate. When Navy SEALs and healthcare workers resist vaccine mandates, when parents refuse school board orders to face mask their children, when Governor Ron DeSantis and Christian Noem reject Washington's one-size-fits-all anti-scientific medical commands, these are Americans standing up to Washington. To Washington's COVID tyranny, Americans are renewing their fundamental, constitutionally assured relationship with government. 
We the people elect public servants to serve the public, not the other way around. An awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Okay. Uh, you know, I couldn't wait to run that uh, uh, ad for the American Heritage Store. <coughs> uh, I don't know how I dealt with the uh, straight face, because I thought that was hilarious uh, when I picked the prices Right music for the intro to that commercial. Uh you know, I kind of thought about our nation. Uh, it sure is a game show out there. And, uh, we as white Christians uh, certainly aren't the winners of any prizes, are we? Uh, it is this evening's news articles. Uh, the first one I have uh, kind of goes on with the uh, commentary. And, you know, I'm not someone that uh, likes to rub it in someone's face uh, or say, I told you so. Uh, but, you know, there are many times I've been doing radio shows and podcasts and uh, so forth uh, to where I say something or, or you know, uh, uh, on the show and I get emails, uh, um, irate uh, people uh, saying, how dare you spread misinformation? Uh, I've been called a uh, conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, a, a weirdo, uh, a freak, a racist, uh, uh, you, you name it, a bigot, a white supremacist. I know those are some of the nicer things I've been called. Uh, I've received uh, death threats, uh, emails of uh, death threats. 
uh, for things I have said on uh, my radio shows. And I've been doing these for a while now, a couple years. And I started out doing a uh, live show as a co-host uh, for uh, Mr. Kine and Dutton on his broadcasting platform, Straight R Media. And it, it was a, uh, a news show uh, called White Revolution News. And, uh, you know, uh, some of the things and some of the uh, articles we covered uh, on that show uh, were really controversial. You know, people, uh, you know, uh, didn't believe a lot of what uh, we said. Uh, They didn't uh, believe our thoughts. Uh, We weren't allowed to have an opinion. Uh, And unfortunately, Straight Arm Media, uh, not only that show, uh, because Straight Arm Media carried uh, different uh, white nationalist organization sponsored shows and stuff on there. I had a, a show on there at the time uh, called uh, Klansman's Corner, I believe it was. And uh, the whole straight R media uh, got the boot. Uh, so there was no more shows there. Uh, uh, but uh, Mr. Dutton is working on getting the, uh, that ba- that platform back up. Uh, so uh, that uh, will be an opportunity for a live show. Uh, other than the one that I do on uh, Podbean, uh, Straight R Media, uh, uh, with Mr. Kine and Dutton in charge of that, isn't censored uh, heavily, uh, not at all by uh, Mr. Dutton, uh, depending on what platform he gets. But anyhow, uh, everything we talked about pretty much on that show was controversial. Nobody believed it. Co- uh, conspiracy theorists, uh, you know, I thought we were just looking to... Uh, cause trouble and spread misinformation, but uh, I saw a meme a while back that uh, uh, it said that we need some more uh, conspiracy theories because all of ours have come true. Uh, Now, I don't claim to be uh, an all-knowing, highly intelligent person, Uh, just like you, your common, uh, average, uh, white Christian. Uh, Some of you may not be Christian, but a white American uh, citizen. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I have, I guess you would call it a knack to read between uh, the lines of some of the BS. I'm not easily uh, influenced. Uh, Well, I'm not influenced at all by uh, uh, today's mainstream media or, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood TV and uh, things like that. Uh, I've been uh, taught uh, what to look for in things, uh, watch for the propaganda. And, you know, it's like taking scales. Uh, off of your eyes when someone uh, can show you exactly what's going on around you. Uh, Because, you know, it's not done uh, right under your nose to where you can see it and uh, catch on right away to what's going on. Uh, But when somebody uh, tells you, you know, uh, what to look for and uh, uh, listen to what you hear and see and use your own mind, uh, it becomes pretty simple uh, to see uh, what's really going on in America and uh, uh, this COVID uh, business. Uh, like I said, the commentary uh, dealt with COVID and uh, how everyone was misled uh, by health agencies or government uh, to cause panic. Uh, now, I've discussed on the show uh, just why this fear was put into people. This is step one of uh, turning our country into a communist country. Uh, what better way to control someone than with fear? And it's uh, working. Uh, but more and more people are waking up. You know, people that called me 
uh, crazy, called me a lunatic, called me a racist, a bigot, a white supremacist, a conspiracy theorist. Uh, you know, as the years go on, uh, a lot of the things that I had said are coming true. Uh, it's exactly what I said was going to happen a few years ago. Now, you know, I don't sit around with a crystal ball. Uh, I don't. I can't foretell the future. Uh, but I can see when someone's trying to pull the wool over my eyes. Most times, uh, you know, things uh, do get by. Uh, but this is one of the things uh, that I had said at the beginning of uh, COVID. Now, you know, the first... A couple of months, nobody was sure what was going on. But the more the government said, uh, the more mainstream media put out, uh, the more people like Fauci and uh, the homosexual uh, there in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, doctor uh, goes by Rachel Levine, which is really Richard. Uh, it's a, a homosexual that dresses like a woman, thinks he's a woman, and now he's part of uh, uh, Numb Nuts Joe's uh, crew. <coughs> So you don't see too much of uh, uh, that, uh, it, uh, in the news anymore. But now it's starting to come out. Uh, the truth is coming out. This first article comes from the New York Post. And the headline is, the CDC, which is withholding information, has a hidden agenda. Uh now, like I said, I'm not someone to say I told you so or, uh, look, I was right, because you know, I'm not right all the time. Uh, I'm human. I make mistakes. Uh, I say things that uh, uh, don't, uh, you know, come to fruition. Uh, but here's one that uh, is, and a lot of people are waking up uh, to see it. And I'm actually surprised uh, that I saw this in the uh, uh, news. People say the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has a messaging problem. But the CDC's problem is not messaging. It's issuing flawed guidance while covering up the data. Uh, now, we know this has been happening. Uh, it mentioned uh, that in uh, uh, the commentary about the motorcycle accident. Uh, and I remember seeing that story, and I think I did it on a show. The guy was in a uh, motorcycle crash. Uh, bad. It, it killed him. And I guess at the autopsy, they swabbed his nose, and uh, he tested positive for COVID. Now, this gentleman couldn't have had uh, the symptoms of COVID, or he wouldn't have been out uh, riding a motorcycle. Uh, I've known people that uh, had COVID, uh, not just tested positive, uh, actually had it. And uh, I can assure you, none of them would have been out riding uh, motorcycles. Uh, so, you know, uh, this guy didn't even know he had COVID, but he was in a motorcycle accident, uh, got killed. And when he swabbed his nose, uh, he tested positive for COVID. And that's what they listed his death as. And I said on many shows, you know, uh, uh, when they were doing this, I said, you know, you could... Uh, jump off of a 20-story building, bust your skull open on the sidewalk, and if you tested positive for COVID, that would be listed as a COVID death. This is how they pushed the numbers up uh, with COVID. Uh, you know, things, uh, you know, and, and look, uh, you don't really hear uh, of any other diseases killing anybody anymore, uh, but COVID. Now, you know, COVID's widespread, so, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of positive people with COVID, but not positive people that actually have COVID. 
There is a difference. Uh, case in point, pushing boosters for young people. After the Food and Drug Administration inexplicably bypassed its expert advisory committee to authorize boosters for all young people, the CDC director overruled her own experts' downvote of the Boosters for All proposal. That's the magic of a call from the White House. Two top FDA officials, including the agency's vaccine center head, quit over White House pressure to authorize boosters for the young. And how many of you people uh, listening remember uh, when COVID first hit the shores, they said, uh, I think it was children uh, or people under 18 had no worries over this. Uh, now, uh, uh, these places, they can't wait to get the needle into your child's arm. Uh, the survival rate for a healthy adult is, or I, I think that's the survival rate for everybody. Uh, I'm not positive of that, but uh, it's over 98 point uh, something percent, almost 99 percent uh, survival rate. Now, I don't know what the survival rate is for the flu, uh, but I'll bet you the survival rate for the flu is right around in there, too. Uh, and as with the flu, uh, the elderly are more susceptible. Uh, people with, with already underlying diseases are more susceptible. So, you know, you're going to have people, just as many people, I think, uh, die of the flu, uh, which uh, seems to have disappeared this past flu season. Uh, I think we should still be in the flu season. I'm not sure of that. But, uh, you know, I don't see any uh, uh, headlines uh, saying, uh, you know, how many flu cases we had. Uh, what percentage of the, uh, uh, the population had the flu? You don't see that anymore. Uh, you don't see any other diseases talked about but COVID. Uh, this is the mainstream media pushing the government's agenda to scare you. This is absolutely what it is. Uh, this article continues, but after the FDA and CDC ran through the recommendation, they made sure the public wouldn't see the real-world data, despite repeated pleas to release all its data. The CDC's only posted stats on boosters in people over age 50. And that is exactly how it started. People over age 50 that had underlying health uh, problems. Uh, and like I said, now today, uh, they just can't wait to get that needle in your child's arm. Uh, what have they been hiding? As a proxy, let's take a look at what the CDC just published on people 50 to 65. For the fully vaccinated, the booster reduces the risk of COVID death from four per million to one per million. You know, uh, uh, I, I'm going to have to uh, look at the stats for that, how many people uh, die from the flu. Because, you know, even at four per million seems like a really minute number, a very minute. Uh, you know, uh, people talking about the lottery. Uh, you know, when you talk about your state's lottery, and they'll say you have like a one in a million chances of winning. Uh, well, you know, many people won't play the lottery because they know that's a very minute uh, number or chance of winning, you know, so they're not going to uh, waste a couple of bucks to play the lottery. 
yet uh, these same people with a uh, uh, one in a million chance of catching COVID or dying from COVID, uh, they're running around their house when they're in there all by themselves with two masks on and rubber gloves spraying uh, Lysol all throughout the house. These same people that wouldn't buy a lottery ticket with a one in a million chance of winning. Uh, who are those three helped by a booster? They're not healthy people. One study of breakthrough hospitalizations found 75% had at least four uh, comorbidities. Uh, so the three people aged 50 to 65 per million saved by a booster are almost certainly uh, immunosuppressed immuno individuals, a subgroup for whom boosters have long been recommended. Of course, the CDC doesn't like doesn't disclose what medical conditions those few uh, that died had. It only has 21,000 employees to collect that information. And you can bet uh, most of the people that died with, uh, that got COVID had underlying respiratory issues uh, or, you know, had uh, the flu or <clears throat> bronchitis and, you know, maybe caught the uh, uh, COVID. Uh, the CDC said the reason for the slow release of data is because there is always a chance it is not completely accurate. Now, wait a minute. If they can make a uh, a jab uh, in, what was it, 10 months? But then the CDC will say that uh, their slow release of data is because there's always a chance it is not completely accurate. Well, wouldn't that be like saying that there's not a chance that the jab is completely safe? Uh, you know, the CDC can come out and say something like that, uh, but we uh, that don't want the jab because we know it's an experimental uh, drug uh, can't say that uh, uh, it can't be completely safe. But, uh, you know, the CDC says their information may not be completely accurate or the stats might not be the data may not be completely accurate yet. Uh, you know, I got in an argument with a, a gentleman. Uh, I have an, a news app where uh, you can leave comments uh, about articles. And I had made a comment about uh, uh, the Chinese flu. And uh, this libtard uh, got on there and he argued uh, about it. And, uh, you know, I could not get that through his thick skull. Uh, the shots, the jabs that uh, Americans are getting are still the experimental uh, drug. There is a, uh, a FDA-approved drug, uh, which isn't being used because uh, mysteriously uh, they don't have uh, the quantity or something like that. There's a, they come out with a uh, cock and bull story of why this FDA-approved uh, jab isn't being used. So it's uh, just the experimental jab that people are getting. Uh, I can tell you exactly why that is. That is because if it is FDA approved and you get that uh, jab and you have an adverse reaction, the FDA is liable. You can sue them for that. Uh, as long as it is an experimental drug and you're willing to be their lab rat and you have adverse uh, uh, reactions or effects uh, with that drug, guess what? You're on your own because you agreed to take this jab.
This is why it's mandates, not law, to get this jab. That way, when they screw you up after you get this jab, they can say, well, you, it was voluntary. It was just a mandate. We didn't force you to get it. Uh, even uh, uh, they can say these people that are uh, losing their jobs, that they were given a chance or a choice, uh, which is, uh, it, this has to be illegal uh, to uh, force someone to either to take a experimental drug or lose their jobs. Uh, but this is just how many people they have the uh, wool pulled over their eyes uh, that they believe this. Uh, we once again have to look overseas for reliable data. An Israeli population study in the New England Journal of Medicine compared boosted versus non-boosted people with the primary vaccine series. Now, I don't know how much I, uh, 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 I trust an Israeli population study. Uh, now, uh, the risk of COVID death among non-boosted people under age 30 was zero, the same as it was among boosted. Did you hear that? The risk of COVID death among non-boosted people under age 30 was zero. The exact same number as people that got this booster. Well, uh, children they're talking about now. Uh, a note for college ad administrators enforcing booster mandates, you can't reduce a mor mortality risk of zero any lower with a booster. Uh, you know, and I like, uh, this is how they fool people. College administrators enforcing a booster mandate. Who has the authority to enforce anything that isn't a law? Nobody. Uh, the CDC claims it didn't release booster data because it feared the information would be misinterpreted. No, it's because the stats don't support its agenda. Yet public health officials continue to be clown themselves by demanding all Americans over age 12 get boosted. A study found that boosters for young people did not do much to prevent against COVID-19. And it certainly didn't. People, adults that got the jab, got the 20 boosters afterwards. They're still getting COVID. And, you know, uh, they say that, uh, well, if you get the jab or uh, you get the booster, you won't have as severe as symptoms. Now, wait a minute. This is a, a brand new virus that apparently nobody's ever encountered. So if you get it, how do you know that the, the symptoms are less? You don't know what the symptoms are of COVID to begin with or what the outcome of COVID's going to be because it's new. So how do you know that your symptoms are any less with a booster or a jab? It's not something you've had before, so how would you, what, what would you compare it to? What you're being told through mainstream media, uh, what you're being told uh, through our government, that's the only thing you have to rely on. And uh, unfortunately, uh, many people rely on uh, mainstream media news and uh, they rely on our government to tell the truth.
guess what? Don't look for the truth in mainstream media news, and certainly don't look for the truth uh, out of our government. Uh, and then it says here, on the bandwagon, most of the media have fallen for it. No, the media didn't fall for any. Uh, the, the media is spreading the government's propaganda to scare you. They didn't fall for it. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, the media knows that they are spreading misinformation. And the misinformation they get is from the government, which is lying to you. Uh, throughout the pandemic, the New York Times and other outlets have only sourced doctors on the established establishment groupthink bandwagon, dangled fear to young people, and blindly amplified every edict government doctors fed without asking questions, just as the press did with weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. <coughs> See, uh, this isn't something new with the mainstream media uh, spreading propaganda, uh, uh, you know, uh, spreading whatever the government wants them to spread. They work hand in hand, uh, you know, just like the uh, that this article just mentioned, uh, the weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. Uh, and there are many things that are pushed. Uh, uh, gun laws. Uh, the mainstream media jumped on a bandwagon of that, of disarming Americans. Uh, we know as uh, intellectual people, that an armed society is a safe society. The only uh, people, uh, when the government comes around, you know, you had your dumb people uh, willing to, uh, what was that, a gun buyback? Uh, what you get, maybe 10 cents on the dollar? At first, the economy had to be destroyed, so you needed money. Uh, when they knew you needed money, then they offered you 10 cents on the dollar for your firearms. Now America's going to hell in a bucket by a tyrannical government, and there you sit. Uh, ammunition is hard to find. Open your eyes. You know, why would ammunition be hard to uh, find? You know, any factory that produces a product, when demand's high, they produce more. Uh, you know, I don't care how many uh, Americans are buying uh, firearms and ammunition, uh, the supply chain uh, should be, you know, up. You, you make more. That's, that's how you make money. So what's stopping uh, these places from keeping up with the demand for ammunition? Uh, you know, uh, I smell a dirty government. Uh, we've seen medical seen medical bandwagon thinking hurt us before. The dogma that COVID spreads by surface transmission, children must be shut out of school, and the barbaric separation of Americans from their dying loved ones. Our public health leaders continue to make critical mistakes and affirm each other with groupthink while journalists give them a megaphone to broadcast their agenda, unchecked, failing to ask basic questions like, Where's the supporting data? What's the inc incidence of uh, myocarditis after a booster in young people? Uh, there, this article's even saying what mainstream media is. A megaphone to broadcast our government's agenda without checking facts. 
Uh, and I, I wonder, uh, because I'm sure everybody saw on uh, mainstream media news, uh, the people, uh, families that have loved ones, had loved ones in uh, nursing homes, and you had your drive-through funerals, uh, you know, a family standing outside of a uh, 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 an old age home, waving at their loved one through a window, celebrating a birthday with a loved one locked inside, uh, pretty much a prison, uh, while the family was in the yard with balloons and cake. I wonder how many of those people that did that, that tolerated that, Regret that now. You know, there has to be a lot of uh, ticked-off people uh, in this country <clears throat> that lost loved ones that didn't uh, even get to say goodbye. And why? Because the government said you couldn't. Uh, the government pushed this false information into the mainstream media, and the mainstream media pushed it to you. And these uh, 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 old-age homes, these nursing homes, pushed it on to you. You know, it was like a, a trickle-down effect, but guess where it all started? Our government. Our government taking our rights is what it boils down to. You know, they're not going to come right out and say, uh, you know, we're going to stop you from seeing your family. Uh, we're going to make you stay in your home. We're going to destroy this economy. Uh, we're going to cost you your jobs, your homes, and food. You know, they're not going to come right out and say that. They they uh, put the carrot in front of everybody's nose with the uh, stimulus checks. And there were foolish enough people to think that these this was free money. Number one, it was your money to begin with. The government doesn't generate its own money. The only money the government has is your tax dollars. Uh, all numb nuts Joe did, uh, and I realize that Trump, uh, I think he uh, gave out one too, but get, it was your money. All they did was give you your money back. You know, people fell for that. Oh, Numbnuts Joe loves me so much. Look, he's giving me free money. He's he's helping me. Uh, well, how much is he helping you now? Where is he now? Uh, those of you that tolerated not being able to see uh, your families and uh, people like myself and other uh, proud white nationalist organizations trying to tell you what was going on. And uh, we were called racist, bigots, white supremacists, uh, conspiracy theorists. Well, here it is. Uh, like I said, I'm not saying I told you so, but here it is. Uh, two years later, here's what I told you two years ago. Uh, similarly, the CDC put out two highly flawed studies to promote mask mandates. Now, the last people in America required to cover their faces are children, waiters, waitresses, servers, and staff. People who are powerless. You know, in America today, uh, if you're white, if you're Christian, you are powerless. Uh, our power is being taken away. You know, it's not we the people. Uh, because we the people aren't standing up to a tyrannical government. 
you know, things aren't going to, they're not going to uh, take control uh, uh, of the United States citizenship in a month or two. Things have to go slowly. Uh, so to say, like when you check your bath water, you stick a foot in first. You don't just jump in. This is what's happening in America today. This is what our government's doing. They are testing the waters. And then you have your libtards uh, that think that this government is so great how it's working for the people. Uh, think again. And you know what scares the government? Is the truth being told, because the more the truth is told, this is why conservatives get shut down. This is why conservatives get silenced. Because the more we speak, the more information, true information we spread, the more people that catch on. That scares the government. They don't want that. So not only does the government, through social media and uh, places like that, silence us, then they flood our borders with all these uh, degenerate third world country diseased drug dealing, prostituting, uh, non-whites, and they give them more than a white person can get when they need help, so they are buying votes, because they know, uh, our government knows that they are losing uh, the popularity of white Christian America. And that scares them to death, so that, you know, they have to get their vote somehow. It, it doesn't matter if these, uh, you know, do you think our government cares when these scumbags come across the border and they're murdering white people, uh, uh, getting white people addicted to drugs, the sex trafficking? Do you think our government cares? I'm here to tell you they don't care a bit because this is part of the agenda. White genocide. It's the only way, our government knows it's the only way that they will ever take control of the country. Uh, the government is to work for the people. The people aren't to work for the government. <coughs> and to accomplish this, <coughs> they are willing to eliminate you and I from the equation. This goes much deeper than just uh, COVID or uh, the attempted uh, gun control. There is a much uglier agenda that people need to wake up to. You know, a lot of people, and that's another thing, uh, if you mention white genocide uh, to the populace, uh, they will call you uh, a racist a fear-monger, that you are a doomsday prepper, uh, a white supremacist, a conspiracy theorist. All you have to do is look at the percentage of white people from year to year uh, in America. Where are we going? We're not just falling off the edge of the... Uh, we're not falling into the ocean and disappearing. Open your eyes. Where are we going? We're being erased. Our history's being erased. Uh, the American people are hungry for honesty. They see the inequity of COVID policies and want the data straight, not politically curated by a small group 
of like-minded scientists. Uh, they're not required everywhere. The CDC recommends that children wear masks in school. Uh, if I were advising President Biden, I would tell him the CDC needs to restore public trust by making all its data available to researchers in real time. It's time we end secret data laboratories and government. The American people realize public health officials have been lying to them. A response to a national health emergency should warrant more data transparency, not less. And, uh, you know, uh, like this article saying, or this person saying, if he were advising President Biden, he would tell them the CDC needs to restore public trust. Who in the hell in America trusts Biden right now? Or ever? Uh, you know, uh, uh, the campaign ads. How many times was he called out and uh, people shown the scumbag that he is? That's why they had to steal the election. Uh, but, you know, uh, wake up to what's going on around you. You know, uh, just because, you know, and I think a lot of it, uh, people think, oh, well, this person, uh, they're a white supremacist. Uh, they're just trying to uh, uh, cause trouble uh, because of the organization they belong to. Uh, well, many people that thought that are uh, coming to the organization uh, that I belong to. Because why? Because they're waking up. Uh, and I predicted that, too, that uh, more sooner than later, uh, people that condemned organizations such as the Ku Klux Klan would be running to them. And uh, it's happening. Uh, my next article here I am looking for. And I had it. Uh, Stephen W., a loyal listener, uh, sent me a very good article uh, dealing with Black Lives Matter. Uh, here it is. Uh, this article was sent to me from a very loyal listener and good brother, uh, Stephen W. He emailed this into the show. Uh, uh, this comes from uh, naturalnews.com, and uh, the headline to this is, and this is something a lot of people, uh, this is a very important uh, article, uh, Stephen, and I thank you for sending this in, because a lot of people don't realize uh, what the uh, so-called peaceful protests of the summer of 2020 uh, cost. Uh, what it did to America. And, you know, uh, uh, I was watching the news uh, a while ago, and it showed a picture of the uh, so-called insurrection on January 6th. And, you know, the only picture they show, you know, it's people standing there. Uh, you know, they're dressed nicely. Uh, they're not out in the lawn uh, twerking and uh, uh, going ape. Uh, so to say, uh, 
and I had made a comment when that picture come on. I said, boy, that looks like a riot, don't it? <laughs> you know, uh, there's no comparison. Now, this one, uh, uh, thank you again, Stephen W., for sending this into the show. The headline is, after 25 deaths, $2 billion in damages. Do you hear that? $2 billion in damages. And over 2,000 policemen and police women injured. U.S. companies have contributed or promised nearly $1 billion to Black Lives Matter and or social justice groups. U.S. companies contributed or promised to contribute $1 billion to an organization that their lives don't even matter to them. Uh, in the summer of 2020 alone, massive destruction, police injuries, and deaths occurred across the country. These events were predominantly Black Lives Matter events. Huh, I thought they were peaceful protests. That sounds real peaceful, doesn't it? Costing Whitey $2 billion in damages to fix. Uh, 2,000 uh, law enforcement people injured, plus the stores that were looted. Uh, despite all of this, nearly $1 billion has been promised or already donated to social justice organizations since then. Uh, according to policemag.com, the Major City Chiefs Association issued report on the 2020 protests and civil unrest. This report looked at unrest in the 68 largest municipal and county jurisdictions in the United States and Canada from May 25, 2020 to July 31, 2020. MCCA members say they experienced 8,700 total protest events during that roughly two-month period. One city, unidentified but likely Portland, reported 1,100 protest events during that period. The average number of protest events in a single jurisdiction was 128. Now, this is in a two-month period. Every time uh, you see a news headline, and this is where the, uh, the mainstream media pushes uh, the government's agenda of telling you as a white person that you were racist and that somehow you should feel guilty and that you owe non-whites in America more than what they're already given out of your tax dollars. Here you are. Uh, during this period, looting and arson were common, and over 2,035 law enforcement officers were injured at the protests and riots during the time frame studied. Now, that in a two-month period, imagine how much more damage uh, has been done in those two years since, uh, because every time a criminal black person commits a crime, force law enforcement to use lethal force, there's a protest. They're burning cities. Why? because they don't want to face any consequences. And like I said, American soil is not the jungle. America is a civilized white Christian country. This isn't the jungles of Africa. 
You know, if these people want to uh, cause this type of damage, uh, go shake a banana tree in the jungles of Africa, but leave my country alone. If you don't like it here, please leave. Get out. Go home. Uh, you know, if somebody comes to visit your house and they're in there destroying your house, are you going to let them stay there and destroy it or are you going to throw them out? You know, uh, America is my house. Mine, period. Uh, they can tear down the statues. They can ban certain flags and call them racist. But you know what? This is still my damn country. Period. And it's going to remain mine. And there are many like-minded people like me that will see to it that America remains a white nation. And a white Christian nation. Uh, now I have uh, friends and good brothers and sisters that aren't Christian. But they have the same uh, morals. Uh, they may follow natural law, which natural law and uh, uh, God's laws are very similar. But I am a Christian. Uh, I want to see America return to what it was founded upon. That is, white Christianity, uh, a white Christian revival in America, uh, what needs to happen and uh, before uh, we ever have a hope is uh, we need to, as white people, repent for the sins that we've tolerated. Even if you have, well, you know, uh, I was going to say, if you, but I'm saying uh, uh, like the two biggest sins in the Bible, uh, race mixing and homosexuality. By tolerating either of the two, you're committing that sin. Uh, when you look at someone and you know it's wrong, and God says that it is a sin, uh, and you think to yourself, well, you know, as long as that homo isn't bothering me, uh, let him live the life that he wants. That is the same as committing the sin of homosexuality. It, to be okay with something that God says and strictly forbids, to be okay with that is a sin itself. Uh, the same with race mixing. You know, uh, I get sick of hearing people say, you love who you love. That is BS. Uh, you know, that would be like saying if you are a, uh, uh, a thief. That would be like saying, well, you rob who you rob. Or, uh, you know, a bank uh, robber. And uh, uh, he's stealing from banks, robbing banks. And uh, he robs your bank and takes your money. Wouldn't you have a problem with that? Uh, what these uh, miscegenators and homosexuals are doing is trying to take your country. Because this is a Christian country. And by committing sins like that and you tolerating it, and committing the sin yourself by tolerance, you, you know, you're, you're slapping God in the face. You know it's wrong. 
you can't know something is wrong in, in, in God's eyes and then be okay with it, or you're not right with God, period. Uh, you know, there's no uh, uh, nice, polite way to say it. Uh, if you think it's okay, you're part of the problem. Uh, now back to this, uh, at least 25 people were killed during these protests, and the cost of these protests and property damage came in between 1 and 2 billion in damages. Now that's a big spread, I'd say it was closer to 2 billion, and remember we're talking about 2 months <laughs> worth of damage. Uh, how much more damage do you think added to that 2 billion uh, in the 2 years since? Uh, when every time a black person has to face consequences for their actions, uh, they're out uh, looting, burning, killing, robbing, raping. Every time. Uh, but with the help of the corrupt and biased mainstream media, did you hear that? With the help of the corrupt and biased mainstream media and racists and apologies and liberal strongholds in politics, academia, and Hollywood, Black Lives Matter was rewarded for their bloody, destructive, and deadly efforts. And they absolutely were. Uh, when you will take a scumbag like George Floyd, uh, how many stints in prison for cocaine, uh, home invasions, uh, the home invasion of a pregnant woman, and you hail that person as a hero? You know, uh, when you hail someone like George Floyd as a hero, you have to be like the lowest scum of the earth. You have to have the lowest morals and standards to look up to a scumbag like George Floyd and call him a hero. And it's true. As the protests began, big money started to flow into Black Lives Matter. We reported on how the donations were funneled through the Democrats' Act Blue donation scheme and then on to another charity called Thousand Currents. This charity had a former terrorist member of the Weather Underground on its board. Uh, we've located a document maintained by Black Lives Matter that shows nearly $400 million in donations were given or promised to Black Lives Matter or related social justice entities during and after the riots of 2020. The top 10 companies in the list of donors were obtained have promised $378 million to social justice groups. And this is uh, great, uh, Stephen. This, this lists these 10 uh, U.S. companies. Uh, way to go, Stephen. Uh, Stephen, uh, thanks to Stephen, uh, we can dox, so to say, uh, these companies. Adidas, $120 million. YouTube, $101 million. Apple, $100 million. Alphabet, $12 million. Amazon, $10 million. Verizon, ten million, Facebook, ten million, uh, Cisco, five million, Disney, five million, and uh, Ninetic, five million. There's where they get the seven hundred or three hundred and seventy-eight million dollars from. Uh, 
There you go, the top 10. Uh, this list does not include the $250 million the NFL has promised to organizations committed to social justice and the NBA's $300 million promised to entities promoting social justice. Combined with the NFL and NBA, nearly $1 billion is promised to social justice groups after the Black Lives uh, riots and related deaths and destruction. Now, you know, I've often said that too, uh, you know, football season, the NFL uh, just ended. And uh, I had said, and this is the truth, like it or not, I don't care uh, who likes it or who doesn't, because this is my opinion and I am allowed to have it. But anybody that claims to be a white nationalist, but will sit in front of the TV every Sunday and Monday night or through the day, uh, Sundays, and watch football, you are supporting Black Lives Matter. There you have it. I just read it to you. I just told you who the NFL, uh, the same people watching basketball, uh, you know, these, these scumbags started taking a knee to our anthem. They had to add a black national anthem. A black, a black national anthem in my white Christian country? What the hell is that? Who's okay with that? But when you sit and you watch your football game with your feet up eating popcorn and drinking a six-pack, watching your favorite team, wearing your uh, NFL official-affiliated jersey of your favorite scumbag, that money, those uh, uh, ratings of watching it on TV, you are in a sense, no, not in a sense, you are donating to the people destroying this country. So you can't be a white nationalist and be okay with your money being funneled in to Black Lives Matter and other social justice organizations. So, you know, uh, if it's too hard for you to give up a football game, if it's too hard for you to turn your back on the NFL, you're pretty weak. Uh, my guess would be uh, you won't survive if, if, if America has another civil war you're not going to survive. If you're that hooked on the NFL that you can't give that up for your race, and the people trying to eliminate you, trying to genocide you out of your own country, if you can't give up a football game, you're not going to survive a civil war in this country, plain and simple. Because I'll tell you what, things are going to get a whole hell of a lot worse than missing a football game in this country. And it's coming soon. Uh, the tension is there. I am not adver advocating violence in any way, shape, or form. But I have a strong suspicion that it's coming. Uh, we need to be prepared. Uh, that's why we need our Second Amendment rights. So uh, there's something to think about. Uh, I will do one more article as soon as I find it here. Uh, there was so many uh, good articles I had uh, for this evening, but uh, 
I want to try to keep the show as close to an hour uh, to an hour and a half as possible. Now, uh, let's see. Okay, here we'll... Uh, this article is uh, just as disturbing. You know, uh, I can't believe... And, you, you know, parents, you would think... Uh, would be... You would think uh, parents, uh, white Christian parents, this should scare you. Uh, but this is another thing of what tolerance uh, causes. You know, everybody's all for uh, tolerating something until it's happening to them or it's in their neighborhood. Uh, this comes from the news source, Me All. And the headline to this is, Shattered Dad Loses All Custody of 16-Year-Old Trans Child Because He Opposed hormone therapy. Uh, this is how uh, this homosexual agenda is being pushed down our throats. And, you know, as uh, uh, parents in America, uh, to tolerate this and, you know, be okay with it. Uh, you know, if this was you, uh, you know, somebody that tolerates this and says, oh, well, you know, as long as these homos aren't bothering me, uh, let them do what they want to do. They just better leave me alone. Well, when your child comes home, uh, when your son comes home and he says he's a female now or he wants to be a female, uh, he wants his tallywhacker cut off and a uh, 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 set of boobs implanted, and you tell him, oh, absolutely not, and somebody steps in and takes your rights to that child, are you going to tolerate that? And you know why it gets to that point? Because you tolerated it all your life and figured, well, you know, if that homo isn't bothering me, I'm okay with it. See, people will tolerate that kind of stuff until it's happening to them, and then they wonder why it's happening to them. Who has the right to take your child because you don't want them uh, uh, to be a hobo? Well... You caused it yourself because you tolerated it uh, throughout the country. Uh, what's going on throughout the world, but I'm talking about the United States. When someone is willing or when someone has the authority to take your child because you don't want them uh, living that uh, homosexual life, thank yourself if you've tolerated it all your life. A uh, California father lost custody of his transgender identifying 16-year-old child after proclaiming his objection to hormone therapy. Ted Huaco, the biological father, declared unconditional love for his child in court before California Supreme Court Judge Jerry Haramato, who repeatedly asked him whether he could affirm the child's self-identity. The youngster, who is biologically male, identifies as female, and uses the pronouns, pronouns they, them. Uh, journalist Abigail Schreier reportedly reported the horrifying situation in a news piece in the City Journal, referring to the youngster as Drew in the report. 
The investigation began in 2019, but was just recently made public. Uh, Hudako's wife, Christine Underhill Hudako, who has been supportive of the child's transi- transition, has initially filed for divorce. Now, this is an Asian couple uh, by the names, and this is even an Asian judge. Uh, so this is what she's doing to her own people. Uh, uh, the story continues here. According to the story, the father lost all parental rights as a result of his position, including the ability to visit his kid and the right to refuse any medical treatments that may render the child permanently infertile. According to Shire, the father was concerned about hormone therapy and asked the judge to consider research that suggested pu- puberty blockers could impair uh, cognition and diminish bone density. Hormone therapy, according to the father, may render his child sterile for the rest of his life, which would be a huge problem if the child eventually decided to detransition. And, you know, I've seen so many stories of uh, these kids uh, that do this, and I've said it before, just like the Tide Pod Challenge. Uh, one child sees uh, something uh, on the Internet, uh, and, you know, they want to do the same thing. And I think this is how the uh, homosexual agenda uh, is spreading in America. You know, one child, uh, you know, uh, you, you reach a certain age and uh, you do anything you can do uh, to rebel against your parents. And uh, what better way to rebel than to uh, walk in the door after school and tell your mom and dad you want your tallywhacker cut off, you're going to be a girl. And, you know, I think this is a... Uh, uh, rebellious stage that these uh, kids are going through uh, because when they grow out of this rebellious stage uh, and the suicide rate's very high for these kids that transition like this, so sexual mutilation is what it is. And uh, uh, they're killing themselves after it's done and they grow out of their rebellious stage. Uh, now this father, he has other reasons for not wanting his son uh, uh, to go through this. Uh, but his biggest concern should be, but now he's Asian, he's probably not Christian, uh, because it's wrong. It's morally wrong. It's a sin. Uh, The story continues here. Schreier stated he wasn't even sure his own son had gender dysphoria. He wanted to see his son. According to the court's uh, transcript, the judge inquired, do you think that being transgender is a sin? And the father replied, no, of course, I don't think it's a sin. See, there it is. He's not Christian. Uh, but the, the moral to this story is, uh, you know, this, this will take off uh, in our judicial system to where you as a parent are going to lose the rights to your child, uh, whether you're Christian or not. And uh, you know why? Like I said, because you tolerated it. Uh, then the judge asked, So you don't think that it's a sin, but you probably think that Drew, if there are truly transgender, you would prefer that Drew not be transgender because in our society, transgender people are the subject of a lot of discrimination. Would you agree with that? Uh, Now, I love how they make mortal people uh, the big bad wolf in this queer agenda. God said it's a sin, not man. God, God himself 
said homosexuality is a sin. Yet they make uh, mortal man look like the big bad wolf because they're following God's laws. Now, in this case, this uh, Asian father, he isn't. He's not following God's laws, but the judge even asked if uh, he thought it was a sin. Uh, the father answered, I agree that tran transgender people suffer some discrimination and uh, prejudice. I agree with that. Even though the father admitted that the child might be transgender, the judge did not allow him to keep his parental rights. The judge stated, it sounds to me that you would prefer that Drew, when all is said and done, is just going through a phase. Is that a fair assessment? According to Shire, the father avoided answering the question because he thought the judge was attempting to catch him off guard. Shire wrote, in the three years I've spent writing about families with transgender-identifying minors, the story of Ted Hidako stood out as a case study of how gender ideology and infiltrated family law. It also frames the unintended consequences of medical professionals fudging science, rewriting medical definitions, and tolerating shoddy research to placate activists. At each stage, doctors may have thought, uh, where was the harm? And so, as a consequence, judges now decide the fate of children and their families based on phony, medically unsubstantiated metaphysics, as if it were factual that all adolescents have an immutable and equitable gender identity, knowable only to the adolescents themselves. The parent was stunned when he saw a 209 $1,820.34 bill on his insurance account last year, the expense of puberty-blocking device and cross-sex hormone therapies came to that amount. Meanwhile, the judge has kept quiet about the fact that her own child is transgender and that she actively supports them on social media. It was referred to as a conflict of interest by Schreier. The case, according to the California Policy Council, is a terrible example of groupthink. The council stated the system within our country and state that is meant to protect and establish justice has done the exact opposite. This case should frighten and awaken our entire country. Our own judicial system is under attack by dangerous gender ideology, and if we don't boldly stand up now, the trend will continue and parents' rights will be dependent on their wokeness. Uh, so, there you have it. Uh, another attack on Christianity uh, in America. You know, uh, people uh, don't believe, they, they call that a conspiracy theory, too. Uh, when a Christian will say how uh, their Christianity uh, is under attack. And uh, this is just a, uh example of one way that it's done. Uh, I mean, you, you can't dispute what the judge did. I have said many times, our country doesn't need to worry about defunding the police. Uh, what our country needs to worry about is uh, a good sweeping out of our judicial system and get these uh, Satan-loving uh, weirdos out, these judges out. Uh, 
And, you know, uh, I'm called uh, a racist. And you have judges siding with homosexuality. Uh, something's wrong here, people. And hopefully, uh, you're opening your eyes. With that, I'm going to close out this evening's show. Uh, again, thank you, Stephen W., for the uh, uh, article on what uh, Black Lives Matter has cost white Americans. I said when these cities were being destroyed, uh, who's going to pay to build them back up? I said whitey. Uh, what needed to be done was these cities walled in, and this would have been a black community, and uh, they would have lived on their own. They could have rebuilt the grocery stores, and if they didn't, they could have starved to death. Uh, if they wanted to live within those walls and kill each other off, uh, more power to them. Uh, that would have been my solution, uh, not tax dollars uh, going to rebuild it uh, for people that don't appreciate what Whitey has given them. And, you know, that's what it boils down to. Uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> instead of uh, critical race theory being shoved down our throats, uh, uh, we should be thanked. Uh, because Whitey has shared the fruits of our basket given to us by God uh, with everyone. And this is the appreciation we get. Uh, you know, just like a child, uh, if you buy your child a new toy and uh, he takes that toy and destroys it right in front of you, uh, are you going to go out and buy a replacement? Uh, I will be back here on uh, Tuesday, March 8th, right here on White Pride Radio with another uh, Rust Belt Klansman show at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I want to remind everybody I have a live show uh, called Unfiltered that airs live every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Podbean. Uh, to listen to that and uh, participate in the show, uh, all you need to do is download the Podbean app from the Google Play Store. Uh, you set up your account. All you need is an email. There's no nosy questions, uh, just an email uh, for some reason. Uh, once you have your Podbean all set up and you hit search, uh, you can't find uh, Unfiltered. Uh, you have to wait until the show airs uh, and then go to the live section and search the live shows that are going on. Uh, then you will find it. Uh, I have a profile picture of a, scroll, a skull and crossbones for no particular reason, uh, just that it stands out. The show's easy to find once I go live. Uh, what I do, uh, since you can't search it, uh, you have to wait until it's live at 6.45 p.m. every Saturday evening, uh, 6.45 Eastern Time. I start playing a loop of music until 7. Uh, this gives you 15 minutes to get on your Podbean app, uh, tap the live uh, button. You can find the show, then tap on the show, and you can uh, listen there until uh, 7 when the show starts. Uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, tap follow. And every Saturday evening at 6.45, when that loop of music starts, uh, you will get an email that the uh, show is starting. So that gives you 15 minutes uh, uh, to gather a snack or some drinks or whatever uh, to sit down and uh, listen to the show. Uh, so check out Unfiltered Live. Uh, it is uh, the, the layout for that show is the exact same as it is here for the Rust Belt Klansman. I start out with a commentary piece uh, and then go through mainstream media news articles. Uh, it's not 
titled the Rust Belt Klansman because of heavy censoring. Uh, so keep that in mind if you listen to the show, because uh, during the show, you can type in uh, text style messages that everyone listening to the show can read. Uh, listeners can interact uh, with each other while the show is going on. And if you want to join the show live, uh, there is an icon of a phone receiver. You tap that. That shows me that uh, you are calling into the show. You're not automatically on the show if you tap that. Uh, it shows me that uh, you want to join the show, and then I can bring you on board to the show uh, through my dashboard. Uh, so check that out. Uh, it can get interesting uh, sometimes. Uh, also, uh, you can look me up on Facebook and VK. VK is uh, Russia's alternative to Facebook. Uh, and ironically, uh, you have a lot more uh, freedom of speech uh, on VK than you do on Facebook. Unless you're as unfortunate as another loyal listener, uh, Spencer. Uh, Spencer, uh, I had uh, mentioned VK on last Saturday's live show. And uh, he went to check it out. He set up his account. Uh, he, he posted a video of uh, Dr. David Duke. Uh, there was no uh, racial slurs. There was no uh, cussing in this video. And within an hour, uh, VK banned Spencer uh, for life. So uh, sorry about your experience, Spencer, with uh, VK. Uh, I've been on VK for uh, several years, and I don't think there's anything that I haven't seen uh, on VK uh, that got somebody booted. Uh, well, no. Uh, uh, I do know a uh, pastor that was booted, and he simply posted a uh, sermon. Uh, he, he got booted. Uh, but there's very few people. Uh, a while back, a couple of years ago, they, uh, uh, I forget what organization that was from America, I was crying about all the white nationalists organizing uh, on VK. And uh, VK did a purge back then uh, that eliminated a lot of white nationalists. Uh, but it, for the last several years, uh, everything has been good on uh, VK. Uh, I advertise night's party things on VK. Uh, I've done that every day uh, for several years. I just recently started advertising on Facebook, uh, which will probably, uh, in time, uh, get me banned, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, if I reach one person, uh, if I can turn around one person on Facebook and head them in the right direction, uh, then that's a win for me. So, uh, you know, I don't care what uh, Zuckerberg does. Uh, but I'm getting my advertising in there now. Uh, look me up on Facebook and VK. Uh, my name is Paul Brown. Uh, you will know you have the right uh, profile. Uh, it is a picture of me. I, I believe one of them has uh, the Knights Party banner uh, in the background. Facebook does. Uh, but both profiles uh, underneath uh, the profile where the bio is, it says uh, Knights Party National Office Staff. Uh, so when you find Paul Brown and you see the national uh, uh, office, the national party, uh, office staff, uh, that is me. Uh, shoot me a, a friend request. Uh, if you have any news articles, comments, suggestions, ideas, thoughts, anything you want to get off of your chest, you can email those to me straight at the Rust Belt Klansman Show at rbk311 
protonmail.com. RBK is all capital letters. That's RBK311 at protonmail.com. Uh, send me what you got. Uh, as always, my white brothers and sisters out there, uh, until uh, next Tuesday, or uh, you listen in on Saturday's live show, Unfiltered, uh, stay safe, take care of each other, stand shoulder to shoulder, and quit tolerating the sins taking place in America. This is why America is in the shape that it is in. Uh, America has uh, uh, drifted away so far from God's laws uh, that it isn't funny. And uh, I, in my opinion, I believe uh, the things that are happening is our punishment for tolerating uh, such actions. Uh, That's why I say if you tolerate miscegenation, if you tolerate homosexuality, uh, that is as good as committing the sin. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power!